Good morning, I'm Pastor Glenny Sagire, and greetings to you from, uh, from the church in Koron. You know, it's now about, I think, five years where there's a huge storm, the strongest ever in history that landed, and that devastated uh, the island of Koron. And it's amazing that this church has supported the work. And in behalf of all the children and families that you're supporting in the tiny island of Koron, south of Metro, Man- of Metro Manila, we send, they send their greetings and their love. We just arrived like almost three weeks ago, and then when we arrived, it got cold, they said. They were expecting that we were going to bring sunshine, but we brought rain. <laughs> Flew to Edinburgh, and it was colder. And, you know, my, my lips started to, to crack. My, my skin started to dry. And I started to uh, contract, and I lost a little bit of height. But then I discovered, I discovered uh, layering. You know, layering, wearing a lot of, you know, layers on your clothes. And so now I feel, I'm not overdressed. I did it intentionally. You know, I, I really need to keep myself warm to preach really well. And the uh, problem is I can't move. <laughs> and, and, and I'm, ha- and I, you know, when we flew, I learned that... Uh, you know, we were not, we didn't have an excess luggage because I was wearing half of what's on the luggage. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's amazing that uh, when you're traveling around, you measure yourself with people and everyone's like tall and you're just, you thought you're tall in the Philippines here. You're like, you're like a leprechaun. <laughs> you're, you're really small. And I don't know why, but in the Philippines, we love to play basketball and I know it's our national pastime, and I know we're not going to win any Olympic medals for it. But we still insist, you know, we're so positive we're going to win. It's amazing. But you know what? They, every time someone, you know, when we we're going to play basketball during high school and college, they never picked me. We're going to look at the story if, if we're talking about basketball, this guy will never ever be picked to be part of the basketball team. We're going to look at Luke chapter 19, looking at the story of uh, Zacchaeus. Luke chapter 19, verse 1 to 10. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector, underlying chief, not just a tax collector, and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because... He was short. He could not see over the crowd. A big crowd gathered around because they heard that Jesus Christ was passing through Jericho. In the midst of that crowd was a man who was wealthy, was influential, but hated simply because he worked with the Roman Empire, collected taxes for the Roman Empire. But he was powerful. And so the taxes, here is a very wealthy tax collector he could have everything. He could have the holiday that he wanted. But he was following the crowd, hoping that he could see Jesus. There was something about having everything, but really feeling nothing. That was Zach. And so he was hoping that, you know, if you met this man, some, something would really you know, would put meaning in his life. And maybe for some of you today, you're like Zach. You have reached the top, 
you can have anything. You can go on any holiday that you want. You're driving the best car ever. But you know what? Deep down inside, in your heart, there's something missing. And this is the reason why you're here today. Because you want to meet the man that we're calling Jesus Christ. I'm telling you today, it's not an accident that you're here today. Today is the day for you to know that much as you, have, you think you know, the world says you're successful, you're, you've got everything, you've got it made, let me tell you today, God is going to make something better of your life if you open your life to Jesus Christ. So despite Zach be, being successful, something was lacking in his life. And in verse 3 it says, he was the chief tax collector and was wealthy, but isn't it, you know, he's, he's got it made. He's the chief tax collector and was wealthy. But then, it follows in verse 3, he, the big butts. You can have small butts and big butts, but you can have your life great. Like I said, you know, say, life is great, but I have a good boss, but I've got a beautiful wife, but I want to grow as a Christian, but I want to surrender my life to Jesus Christ. And you know what? We've got it made, but there is like a but. At the end of your life, following you, telling you, you, got, you haven't got it made. And for Zach, always when he looks at the mirror, it's always his height. It's always he's the outsider. Verse 3 says, because he was a chief tax collector and was wealthy, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. The common sense solution for Zach seeing Jesus was for this crowd to actually let him in and stand in front. Think about this. He's a short guy. If, any, if, he's, if Zach stood in front of all the guys here, it's not really a bother because he's short. You could still see Jesus Christ. And so it wasn't actually because Zach was short it was not really a height problem. It was a heart problem. It was not a height problem. It was a heart problem. Not for Zach. It was for the crowd that was following Jesus. Everyone, the text says, everyone was there because they wanted to see Jesus. And you know, the funny thing is, every one of us is pursuing God. Everyone wants a touch of the divine. Every one of us wants to feel that we're close to God. We're close to heaven. And this is the whole crowd following Jesus Christ. They wanted to touch Him. They wanted to feel. Maybe they wanted to be healed. And everyone was focusing on Jesus, but they weren't focusing on this short guy who needed to see Jesus as well. There was something wrong with the congregation, or not the congregation, the crowd, because they didn't have any space. For this short guy to sneak in and see Jesus. It wasn't really a bother. He's short. You know, he would not actually uh, uh, stop people, you know, distort the, the view, the line of sight, simply because he's short. People were making it difficult for Zach to see Jesus. And I can't blame them. You know why? Because he's the chief tax collector. Zach was a collaborator. During this time, they were under the Roman Empire and they were collecting taxes. And guess what? A Jew was collecting taxes for the Roman Empire. It's just like during World War II, someone would take money for the Germans. 
know, you'd be angry. And here was Zach collecting for the Roman Empire. I guess you might have, you might have reasons for not having space for people just like this. You know, they have a valid reason. They hated Zach. He collected taxes. They made miserable. He, he enriched himself by collecting taxes. Instead of just collecting what was right, he added on and burdened the people. And because of that, when they saw this short guy wanting to sneak in, they whispered at each other and said, don't let him sneak in. So they closed ranks. Tried to sneak in. But they closed ranks. And then he'll go another place, sneak in, and they recognize his Zach. They will close ranks and will not make him go through. Can't blame him. Can't blame the people for that. Because he made people's lives miserable. It's just like us, you know. We have all the valid reasons for us not to have a space for people that we hate. Maybe because one friend got promotion than you. Maybe he's got a bigger house than you. You've got, you we, we have all the reasons why... We hate people and we don't want to accept people. Religion is like that. Religion makes you think you're closer to God, but actually puts a wall between you and your fellow man. What does Jesus say in Mark chapter 12, verse 30? Mark chapter 12, verse 30 and 31. Jesus said, There are two commands that is important. First of all, you have to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. And the second command is you should love your neighbor as you should love yourself. Joyce Meyer defines love as simply how you treat people. The amazing thing is these people, this crowd, was going toward Jesus. They wanted to experience Jesus, but never had the time to treat Zach well. Verse 4. So, Zach ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, to see Jesus, since Jesus was coming that way. Zach was a fighter, a self-made man. He has been in similar situations before. Let me explain to you why. Because you know what? How can a short guy... Rise along the ranks of collecting taxes. You know, someone knocks on the door. Oi, I'm collecting taxes. Where are you? And they has to look down. Short guy. Come on. I'm collecting taxes. Come on, pay me. I don't know what he brought. Maybe Roman soldier. Maybe he got a big club. Maybe he's got a you know, gun. But talking about tough guys, this was the tough guy. How can a short guy collect taxes and rise among the ranks and become chief. Scratch your head. He became chief. Short guy. It's the best of the best in collecting taxes. You know, if I, if, if I met, you know, uh, Zach today, <laughs> we laugh at him. So Zach climbs the nearest tree to compensate for his height. He couldn't see. No one wanted to help him. But he's street smart. So, you know, all of his life, he just did, you know, he, he overcame. He overcame circumstance. He overcame 
uh, problems and all the barriers that stop him from rising up. And so, you know, he said, I don't care about you. I don't need you. I'm, I, I see a tree. See climbs that sycamore fig tree. Talk about tough. Here's this guy who's tough. We're like Zacchaeus trying to prop up ourselves, you know. Because people don't like you. People have been hurt. People have hurt you. I would like to talk personally. A lot of times, we want success not because it's for us. We want success to actually hurt people who've hurt us. To prove we've got it made. Isn't it sometimes that, you know, when your relative or your dad said you won't amount to much, you're working hard to actually prove to your dad you're wrong. And here's Zach trying to prove to the crowd, I don't need you. He climbs a tree. Props himself up. And the text says it's a sycamore fig tree. If you're going to study, the tree is not actually endemic to Israel. It's not supposed to be in Israel. But many years ago, somebody saw a seed and said, I'm going to bring it to Israel and plant that tree in Israel. This guy who took the seed had the vision and said, I'm going to plant the tree in Israel. And of all the places he's going to plant that seed, he plants it in Jericho. If you're going to look at the text, in Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 3, Jericho was known to be the city of palms. Now here's this guy who planted the, the, you know, the seed that became this sycamore fig tree. Many years before, he goes into the city of Jericho and then decides, I'm going to plant the tree here. Not thinking that it's the city of palms. But he never cared anyway. He did. He, fought. he had the vision that one day this tree is going to amount to something that is going to help, that's going to provide shelter, is going to provide food, is going to provide uh, lumber for those who are going to build. And so, many years later, this tree is there, but we don't see who planted it. Life is like that. We plant seeds becomes a tree. And thankfully, because there's a sycamore fig tree, when Jesus was passing through, when no one wanted, G- uh, wanted Zach to see Jesus, the sycamore fig tree was there. He climbs up the sycamore fig tree so he could see Jesus. Sometimes when we plant seeds of kindness, of grace, of generosity, of helping people, many years later, that seed grows into a tree so that someone can see Jesus. You know, when we entered in, you know, your church was so cold, but somebody extended his hand and gave his hand and, uh, you know, shook my hand and gave me a hug and smiled. He planted the seed in me. It's amazing You know, small things that we take for granted makes a difference in the lives of people. We are planting a seed. I'm going to show you a video of a seed that you planted many years ago. And this is what the tree is like today. We're going to show you a video. 
maybe that I would I would never find happiness where I was looking for it. Ako po si Hasmin Balieho. Ay lupas na ako pasalamat na natulungan po ninyo ang aking anak na si Prince Kian Dabok. Dati po ako ay masyadong mahinitin ang ulo at saka pala inom, pala barkada. Simulang tinanggap po po si Kristo sa buhay ko. Natutunan ko pong mag magpatawad at magpakumbaba at ituwid ang aking mga nagawang pagkakamali. Ako po si Aileen Tributante Agnes at ang aking anak ay si Justin Lynn Tributante Agnes. Ako ay lubusang nasaktan at nahirapan. Hanggang sa, hanggang sa narinig ko ang mensahe ng Panginoon sa pamamagitan ng mission director ng ilim na si Pastor Ian. Dahil sa kagustuhan kong mapalago ang espiritual naming pamumuhay, nakausap ko si Pastor Risa at humiling ako na magkaroon ng Bible study sa aming tahanan. Dahil dito, hindi lamang ako ang napalakas, pati ang aking nanay, ang aking kapatid, pati na rin ang aking mga kamag-anak. Ako po ay nagpapasalamat sa lahat ng sponsors ng City Gates, hindi lamang sa edukasyon na natanggap ng aking anak. Maging ang aming espiritual na pamumuhay ay nabago. Pagpalain po kayo ng Diyos. Amen. This church deserves a round of applause. Amazing that what you have done many years ago will make a difference not just in the lives of kids, but actually make a, make a difference in the lives of parents as well. Seeds that we plant. Seeds that's, that grows. Seeds that makes a difference. As we close, I would just like to read to you several passages of Scripture. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to Zac, Zacchaeus, Come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be, to be the guest of a sinner. Amazing that Jesus had the time for this man. Amazing that Jesus did not care. For what others will say, Jesus was willing to associate with this man, this bad man. He had the time for Zach. He has a time for you. You might think God has no time for you. Funny thing is, Jesus knew Zacchaeus' name. And he knows your name. He knows you very well. And then Jesus says, come down. The problem with being up a tree, much as that, that tree was a blessing, that tree also was something that hindered Zach from having an intimate relationship with Jesus. He needed to come down so he could walk with Jesus. He needed to come down so he could talk with Jesus. He needed to come down so he could know Jesus. And there are times when we prop ourselves up in our own trees. It might be our title. It might be our looks, our jobs, our houses, our holidays. And we think, we tell ourselves, that's it. But sometimes God tells us, 
to get down of the things that we've worked all our lives. Because Jesus is more important than what you have. You know why? Because things that you work for can, can define maybe what's outside and can feel you decorate your looks. But only Jesus can actually touch and make a difference in our hearts. And so, Zach says, while he was inside his home, I'm going to give half of my wealth. And then whoever I cheated, I'm going to return to them four times what I've taken them. Now you just imagine how, may, how, how much wealth he had after he encountered Jesus. But for Zach, it was worth it. Something about Jesus filled his soul. Something you can't buy on the drugstore or the supermarket. Something you only get when you surrender your life to Jesus Christ. Amazing when Zach said, here and now. You read the text in the NIV. He said, here and now I'm going to give half. Today you've heard the message. It's so easy for us to say, that's a wonderful message, but it's for the there and then. Jesus wants you to make the decision here and now. Make Jesus fill the void in your hearts. So Lord God, we thank you for today. We thank you for the story of Zacchaeus. That much as he got it made, he still needed you. So, Lord God, all over this place today, there might be people who think they got it made. But maybe if we search our hearts, it's empty. And it's waiting for you to feel it. Speak to us today. Challenge us today. Help us to respond here and now. In Jesus' name, amen.